Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Callista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. better than last week this time (laughs) just to fill y'all in cal was like at 4 30 hey we podcasting i'm like no i'm having a complete and total emotional breakdown (laughs) so i was like all right then (laughs) i'm sobbing in my closet and my job is ridiculous it still is ridiculous i just need a vacation you're getting one I am getting one. I'm so sorry you have to go to Wyoming. I know. We're both going on trips, but I have a feeling that hers is better Mine's going to be good. (laughs) You're going to San Diego, Kelly will be in a trailer. (laughs) Well, yeah. yeah. You'll see family, though. You know. (laughs) Yes, I will see family. That's good. That's good. Well, it's either going to be... don't come up. <laughs> yeah. Like, all right. So here's the question for an uh, impartial person. Do I bring my computer with on this vacation and go through emails on the plane because I have 700 emails? Or do I just say, fuck it and watch a movie? I mean, I would fucking watch a movie. That's kind of where I'm leaning. But, like, I always bring my laptop because I, like, do all kinds of things on it. That's my other thing. Like, Nick told me. I'd bring it, but I wouldn't use it to answer emails. Right. Nick told me he'll just bring bring the home computer. Like, he doesn't trust me that I, if I bring my work computer, that I will not do work. I mean, that's a a fair point. And he's got a point. And Nick would know, so (laughs) I'm going to go with Nick on this one. I was like, I might bring it on the plane. And he just looked at me. He's like dude <laughs> man you talk about like, going on a plane and i'm like so jealous like, i know i know not girl. only am i going to wyoming you're in a car i'm going in a car i really can't think of a worse way to travel to wyoming with than in a car children in the back seat oh. i mean i know you love them but <laughs> <laughs> well and also my husband got this great idea now, to be honest it's a sound idea yeah that we're going to rent a car for this trip is because his thought is a car is going to get better gas mileage than our highlander yeah which is probably true fair enough oh yeah highlander i like those oh i know i do too (laughs) mine's name is smoky wonder where i got the name i don't know it's curious Uh, (laughs) but anyhow so we're going in a car and, like, it's a little exciting, but at the same time, I'm like, but I like my car. <laughs> and I'm, right? I'm used to riding in it, and there's lots of room. And I know it, and I trust it. And, like, the nice thing about this is if it does break down, like, it's, like, fully, like, covered and everything. Like, we're not, we wouldn't be out of anything financially if something happened to it, you know? Yeah, I, I'm with him. 
You can get completely like unpractical, like a convertible, and like you're right. your kids in the back, right? All, like just like I actually said this to him last night. I was like, you know, we should rent a Lamborghini, and he's like, are you crazy? And I'm like, <laughs> come on, we're like going in like a Camry or something. That oh, sounds so lame. Boring. Do the Honda Civic. Ugh. Boo, boo, Kyle! I want you to drive up into Wyoming in a yellow Lamborghini and be like, "Let's get the party started." Man, that would be amazing. I am just so excited. So the first day we're driving to Idaho, and we're gonna spend the night in Idaho. <laughs> I love how positively you said that sentence. Idaho, <laughs> like guys! Like it's an exclamation point sentence, but really, it should just be a period. <laughs> it's really just like a period. And lots of spaces afterward. Um, yeah, Idaho. And then we're going to drive through Yellowstone the second day. Okay, that's nice. And then Don't get trapped out, in Yellowstone. Go out, go out the west or east side of Yellowstone and stay in Cody, Wyoming. Are you- which I have to feel, I got the impression, just from what little investigating I did, is people from what Cody think Cody is a city. And I, mm-hmm. I feel like we have a fundamental disagreement on what a city is. Yeah, it's not. I went there. I have a very personal relationship to Cody, Wyoming, because, oh boy. yeah, we did a whole, like, two weeks doing the Yellowstone and, you know, the Mount Rushmore and all that stuff. When See, I Mount was, Rushmore like, is right near where my in-laws live. So you should stop. So have you been there before? Oh, we're going. Okay. Whether I want to or not. Oh, you're going, going girl. It's gonna happen. It is cool when you see it. But no, uh, my it. father, <laughs> we were just about to stay at a we 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 had checked into a horse ranch, oh, and boy. I was gonna get to ride horses for the first time in my life. Wow. Listen, this was a pretty boring trip with a lot of fucking trees, and I was really jazzed for my horse. I was pretty much like around 14 or 15. You're like, this is my only reason. This is what I'm living for. <laughs> my dad got the worst food poisoning of his life. Like, he oh, no. was dying. So my mom, at like 4 o'clock in the morning, was like driving through freaking Wyoming to whatever the closest hospital is, which was Cody, Wyoming. And he stayed there for two weeks. We had to stay in Cody, Wyoming for two weeks. Because my dad and I'm, was dying. I'm willing to hazard a guess that there's nothing in Co- Cody Wyoming. Um, there's a subway and a laundromat. They did have a movie theater, oh, and I saw Forrest Gump for the first time there. Oh, boy. We could have gotten out a week earlier. My mom still, he could have gotten checked out a week earlier. My mom still gives him shit about this to this day, but he ate a ham sandwich like on the third day when he was feeling better, and then he got sick again. What the hell, Dad? What were you thinking? <laughs> like quintessential, my father. I slept through the whole dying process. Like he was really sick, and I just slept through it. But my sister Erin said it was pretty gnarly, and it was good that we <laughs> brought to the hospital. And I, mean, I needed to ride my horses. He mentioned that to me just, just recently. He's like, "Where are we going to ride? Out? Which way are you going to take you for horseback riding?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like. Well, that didn't happen. He's like, sorry. I'm like, it's fine. So, yeah, my I'm husband grew up in Wyoming. <laughs> my husband Wyoming grew up in Wyoming. Wyoming beautiful. It's absolutely but beautiful. The part we're going to isn't the part where he grew up. Because his parents right. live in a different place than where he grew up. Like, where yep. he grew up is, like, literally sm- the middle of the state. In fact, if you've ever seen 
there's a movie that's got Jeremy Renner, the guy who's Hawkeye in the MCU. Is this called, the murder one? Yeah, called Wind River. Oh, yeah, I loved that movie. Okay, I, mean, that I didn't love is, it, but it was good. That is essentially where my husband grew up. Girl. There's nothing there. <laughs> and so, like, I have it on this place we're going to has been less than that. Oh, so I'm like, geez. wow. I don't even think you have a Pomida. Oh, I don't know what we have, but it's not going to be good. Not Pomida. You certainly don't have a Walmart. Please. It's crazy how like exciting it is when you find a Pomida in a small town. Just pray for me. I will. I'll think of you fondly. Try not to murder your, your relatives. Although I've been like downloading like audiobooks from the there library. You go. Bring and, your color books. Bring and your, podcasts. your color books. <laughs> like we're going to be listening to so many podcasts. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm really into the podcast thing in terms of, I say this as a podcaster. (laughs) Like, I got some true crime podcasts. Mm, Girl, which ones are you listening to? Because I might have to watch, listen to those. Um, I downloaded My Favorite Murder. Okay. And. Oh, yeah, I was going to listen to them. That's the two girlfriends who are like. And there's also one that I. And so like, I'm like, I'm going to listen to the podcast because every single time their TikToks cross my page, I sit there and I watch. It's just them recording the podcast. It's this, it's murder with my husband. Mm. And she's like big into true crime and her husband's like, meh, whatever. But That's like, really me and my husband. But like she sits there and she'll like spin the tail. Mm. And it's. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. So That'll be fun. It's Kyle sure in when it comes to True Murder. Backseat, but, you know, that's their problem. Whatever. <laughs> kids are just, you know, just be happy. I gave birth to you and you are allowed to exist in this house. My paper shit. That's kind of where I'm at. I mean, basically. I'm in the dark days. <laughs> I need to, I need a break from my job. Did I tell you what happened? <laughs> Did I tell you? You didn't tell me. You just said you were having a breakdown. I'm having a breakdown because they have been, I've been covering my entire department by myself. And it is not a department you can do by yourself. Right. And my dude, who was supposed to like be, uh, you know, taking over from the other dude who left, he quit. Like I trained him for a week and he quit. That's always helpful. And then, like, he sh- he didn't, like, like, he showed up, and then he refused to, like, do any work. And he was like, no. Nah. <laughs> right. It was really, like, oh, I guess he decided not to come to work. And my boss was, like, we were instant messaging, and she's like, no, he's here. And I'm like, well, what is he doing? Because there's a lot of work to do, and no one's, like, I don't know, I can't admit it. This is literally how I am lately. And she's like, okay. So she goes, and she asks him, and she tells him, like, do stuff. And she comes back, and she's like, I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> so... Uh-huh, they yeah, just yeah. basically asked him to leave. They had a security escort him out of the building. Wow. So like, because they're like, dude, if you're not going to work, go home. And he's like, okay. Right. So he went home. Like, so I think he legitimately, well, I'm getting like, because like, they're all in Texas. So I'm not in the office. So I never know what's going on. So all my ladies, they like filled me in on like, he was like an expert at like the not working, but trying to look like he's working. He was that dude. Oh boy! So, yeah, yeah, I. Yeah. And then, okay. and, and then they promised me a robot, which is going to dramatically change my life and like take over eighty five percent of my workload right now. And they, I mean, we've been working on it for like six months, and they keep promising me and promising me, and they finally got it to work. 
on Thursday. And then Friday, the bot programmer took a day off and his boss was dinking around with it and he broke it. Oh. And that's when I cried. <laughs> You're like, not my robot. Basically. It's like, I need that robot. <laughs> but I don't even care if it works me out of a job. That's where I'm at, people. Okay, that's how real this is. That's pretty real. I want the Terminator to come in and, like, take my job. That's where that's where things are at. I have so much. Wow. I have so much to do. I just live in a cave. And I work. Jen is full on board for everything. I'm just like, I'm just at my wit's end. And I like, I just need to be free. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so I had a little bit of a breakdown because I was also trying to leave for the cabin and I could not merge these two lanes. And I just like lost my shit. I absolutely lost my shit. My mom was hilarious because she was like, I've been waiting for you to like really lose it. (laughs) Because she's like. You're just like me, and we're not built to have 800 emails in our inbox and, like, not dealing with them. I'm like, right? Like, it's so annoying. Like, my type anus just can't handle the climbing number. It's just nails on a chalkboard. What I can't handle is emails from my kid's teacher. Oh, I know. those. Oh, you got one already? They just started summer school. No, no. I mean, like, I'm thinking back. It's like oh, PTSD. I know. Those set you off. I know. Those, like, make you want to jump off. I know. I, I, I don't deal with those very well because I'm like, what do you want me to do? And then I had a guy who was really rude to me and I'm not going to lie, I was kind of a bitch because you know what? I'm not 22 anymore. I'm not 22-year-old Jen who's trying to like be a plucky. I'm 39. Who's just trying to get along with Jen. everybody? Yeah, you're like, right, I... I'm not fully funded 401k and I don't give a fuck anymore. That's where I'm at, Okay. So people need to fall in line and stop giving me shit. So he got took off. And my boss was like, go girl. And, she, and then she went to go tell him off. It was pretty fantastic. So that made me feel better. <laughs> well, as long as it made you feel better. You know, it's the little things. All right, what are you watching, Callista Wolf? Oh my God. Okay, so I'm sure everybody is familiar with the Great British Bake Off, whatever the British yeah, don't they show. just do the desserts? Yeah, well, they just do baking. They like make bread. Yeah, anything baking, they do. They do all that, and yeah. we always enjoy it. It always feels kind of like relaxing and soothing. Mm-hmm. And watching people cook is soothing. It's it's very pure. Well, and part of why it's pure is that it's British because mm-hmm. I can tell you this would not translate to America very well. Anything because, said with a British accent is automatically more interesting. Well, there's that, and there's also the the level of competitiveness. Like American TV shows, they want all the contestants to be at each other's throats and to like hate each other, and there to be drama, right? Right, because we're Americans. That's how we These roll. British shows, <laughs> like if somebody's like thing is falling apart and they need extra help, like everybody will rush over to help them. I'm like, it is the most pure thing in the world. Oh, that's nice. Do they share yeah. their like recipes and stuff? Because I would be all well, for that no, they're, they're told what to make, essentially. Oh. oh. But anyhow, I'm not talking about Great British Bake Off. I'm talking about. I knew this was leading somewhere. On HBO Max is the Great British Throwdown. What the heck is that? <laughs> it is pottery. And it's a oh, I almost started watching this. Yes, mm-hmm. it's basically, but it's pottery. 
and it is also again the most pure thing on the planet one of the judges is like this master potter guy but like he's like big burly like kind of middle-aged guy he looks like Mm kind of tough but like Mm -hmm. when he gets emotional and he gets emotional over pottery okay he starts to cry and like on 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 bake off you know that like the person has done good when paul hollywood the judge over there starts um, tearing up handshake right oh well the throwdown the handshake is is keith crying and if you can make (laughs) keith cry you've done a good job you know (laughs) and so that's pure and we watched like all four seasons of that guys you have to if you are feeling anxious and stressed like jen here (laughs) go watch yourself some pottery throwdown and then they also have the first season of all that glitters I, that's is, the one I was going to watch because it's a jewelry. Yeah, it's the same thing mm-hmm. but jewelry. Yeah. It's a little less pure, but it's kind of hard to judge because there's only one season. Yeah. But. No, I was totally going to watch that. But I didn't. It's good, too. I went to bed instead. <laughs> pottery, pottery is better, but it's good. Well, I've been watching because, I, you know, my rule, I have to watch something that I only moderately care about and cannot I have to really pay attention to. So I've been rewatching Felicity. Oh boy. <laughs> Can I just tell you that show when I was watching it at oh, I think I was 17. I was on the cusp of college. So I really oh, felt boy. like this is gonna show me what college is gonna be. No, it does not show that you college even at a all. little bit at all. And <laughs> these are like the most indecisive people you have ever met. And like I was always a Noel girl. And I'm still a Noel girl, but I was struck by how wildly problematic both these boys are between Ben and Noel. And she probably should have just chucked them both. That's kind of more where I'm coming I down mean, on. Yeah, because, like, I don't know. I didn't watch it because it just. Oh, it so you never much, really got into the whole Noel versus Ben. It wasn't my thing. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, I'm not a Ben girl, and that is solidified is as an adult how not a Ben girl I am. I was way more like I love Noel, but at 39, I was like Noel's kind of a dick. Like the minute he got with Felicity, then he was like, oh, I might want to get back together with my old girlfriend, and like, like who does that? Basically cheats on her, but like okay, then he gets all pissed off at her for having sex with the super hot art dude. Which, whatever. And, it's like, her, like, her virginity belonged to him or something. And, and and he was, like, messing around with Hannah. They were almost Wait, was this while they were together, or? No, like, he, like, yeah. So, he was, like, with Felicity. It was, like, a weird Ross and Rachel, we're going to be on a break. Basically, what he tells her is, I don't know what I want. I'm going to leave with Hannah right now. And it would be really great if you could just wait till I make up my mind. I'm not kidding you, verbatim, what he said to her. And she was like, well, that kind of blows. And she's completely heartbroken because she's in love with him. And she goes off to the art whatever, and she does it with the hot art dude. And then she comes back to tell him. And he's all like, you cheated on me. And she's like, I thought we broke up. And he's like, and he was like, well, I didn't have sex with Hannah. And I'm like, but you were literally micro moments away from doing it. Like, he acts like just making out and being, like, He's acting like making out and being completely naked with a human being is not cheating. Yeah, okay, dude. Okay. 
I'm like, are we like going off scientific? Like, what's the measurement here for cheating? The penis has to be in the vagina. Like, what is your problem? So there is that whole situation. And then Ben's just such a dick. <laughs> I mean, well, this sounds like a very relaxing. It's like, I'm like, I'm like listening to it. I'm like, Felicity, make better choices. Just make better choices. <laughs> My daughter's like, should I watch? And I'm like, no, because I don't want her to give her the idea that following some boy across the freaking country is a smart play. Bad move. It's not a good idea. I don't care what the fuck he writes in your yearbook. Don't do it. Oh, then they start all of season two where it's like, oh, I really left for other reasons. And Ben was like, okay, show. That's not really what was going on. (laughs) So yeah, it's just been a continual me like looking at this disaster zone of a television show and being like, why did I ever think that this was? It's really <laughs> like I saw an article that was like, well. yeah, it said Felicity had great love triangle but no great love stories, and I was like, yes, that's it because like the whole show was her Noel or Ben, Noel or Ben, Noel or Ben, but like when she was with one of them. You know, it was just kind of like, Zeh. Nah. not memorable. <laughs> you know what else I've been, what else I watched? What did you watch? There's a comedian, Bo Burnham. I don't know who that is. He's, he's a comedian. Anyway. Oh, okay. He does the thing, he does like comedy, but like he also does like his original songs, but they're like comedy songs. But a lot of them anymore tend to be like a little bit more theme towards depression oh and so his latest in special on netflix was called inside mm-hmm. and it was basically filmed for nine months during the pandemic oh my gosh and it's basically kind of like sh- showing him just like losing his shit just being <laughs> losing stuck in his, his room. mental stability as we all were but there's some amazing songs that came out of it. And like, they're earworms. They've been in my head like all week. Oh, that sounds like fun. It is fun, but it's not funny. No, you know it's mean? like introspective. It's introspective. But it's like, it's fun. It's got funny moments. But like, when it's over, you're like staring at the wall, like contemplating existence. But it's good. I'm not like selling it very for, well. like comedians to go serious sometimes to show people they have layers. So that's like it's, it's, it's like when you watch you so you don't walk up with them and you're like be funny. I always think of Robin Williams. Like I feel like the pressure that man had to be funny all the time, you know? Oh yeah. Let let the comedians be multi-layered. And that's kind of what Bo Burnham is like amazing at because like he's not afraid to say like I'm feeling like on the edge right now and this is what it feels like for me and so you watch it and you're like I identify with that or whatever yeah well and it's nice that somebody was filming because I do think that's like well no he he did it all himself when I say it was like in one room over nine months it's just him (laughs) like there's effects and all this other stuff and he did that all himself wow but I mean I love that somebody did that because I do feel like the mental health aspect of, you know, COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really oh, gosh. Didn't get enough focus because it was it seriously to detrimental. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he um, apparently turned 30, like, during the filming of this. And so, like, one of the songs is kind of about his, like, existential dilemma with turning 30. and 30 kind of, like. It, it feels it's so much more of a milestone than 40. 
Yeah, I feel like I'm not as much milestoning with 40. Because by 40, you don't care. Yeah. At 30, you care a lot. You're like, you oh still, my God. Well, to me, like 30 <laughs> was the process of from caring to not caring. But right. you totally feel like, oh, I'm aging and I won't be here forever. Like you, you, you lose the innocent ridiculousness of thinking life is forever. Right. It's yeah. Like, you're you not your immortality your immortality badge that you think you have like it's just it also helped that i had a couple you know life-threatening notes no, yeah, no. that always <laughs> you know helps. that adds that adds a layer <laughs> but, no, yeah. but no once you turn 40 you're like oh this is better yeah you know? once i got comfortable with 30 i chopped off all my hair and i dyed it blonde um the hair color was fine. It was a short haircut. I kind of had a Felicity moment. I chopped off all my hair. Yeah. Everybody's you know, got to have at least one. Just rolling back to that because everybody's like, oh, it's so ridiculous <laughs> how her haircut ruined the show. Like people are making too big of a deal of it. Listen. It was a big deal. I didn't you even don't watch it and I knew how big of a deal it was. understand <laughs> how bad this haircut was. She had the most beautiful hair like she had the hair that women spend hours in the salon yes disney princess hair and she chopped it all off and it wasn't like oh she looks cute with like a chia pet haircut no she looks she but she she's got like a a pet so i understand why viewers were like turning on season two and they're like i don't want this mess and shutting it off curly hair like on her on her particularly like curly hair sometimes looks better long. It depends. Yeah. It really depends on the. It person. really does depend. And she's one of those people that curly hair looks better a little bit longer. That's all. Right. That's all. And I know I sound <laughs> judgy, but I'm just telling you this was this was the haircut that rocked your world. You were just like, wait, what did you do? And like then the show had to like pretend like they liked like everybody loved it. And as an audience <laughs> member, you're like, what smoke pipe are you? Like, it's it's in? really kind of difficult because there's such, like, do I think, you know, like, she wanted to cut it, so she cut it. I'm like, you go, girl. But at the same time, it was like, it's not m- necessarily, m- you know, like. Mm, it ain't my thing. It ain't my thing. It ain't, it ain't my thing. It, it wasn't all, a lot of people's thing. But at the end of the people- day, it was all her, like, if, if she liked it, that's the important thing. Well, I like that in the show, she finally admits that she hates her hair. Like, it was a gross overreaction to her breakup with Ben. She's like, I really hate my hair. I'm like, thank you. Now we're getting to the honesty. Now I believe the therapy sessions, you know? Let's talk about the hair. So, there's also a show on Netflix that I haven't really watched. Like, I watched, like, a little bit of the first episode, but then I was like, you know, I don't feel like this is my thing, so I turned it off. Yeah. But it's called Sex Life. Oh, tell me about it. Because I'm like, do I want to watch the porno or don't I? And I just it's, don't it's, know what it's to do. Porno. Listen, okay. So, as everybody knows, I'm on TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's campaigning for me to get on TikTok. I just haven't fully TikToked. It's cave. Once you start, you'll be like, oh, it's a I dark hole. I literally like just stood at the opening page, like before you sign up, where they're just sending you videos. And I like sat and scrolled through it for like two hours. And I'm like, this ain't good. Well, you can, set up, you can yet. set up things like in there that says stop me after a certain amount of time. Like, okay, that's good. Because like all I'm doing is watching puppy videos and women restock their fridges. 
Isn't it the most awesome thing? Oh my God, it's so soothing. I know, How do I they love measure it. Everything it kept so me, exactly. I don't know, but the, it kept me sane during the whole pandemic. Like, I, it's I'm a not magical, even remotely joking. It's magical. I want to invite them to my house and be like, just trick the shit out of my fit fridge. Like, that's really where I'm at, man. And I, <laughs> so don't anyhow, I, I don't even care if my kid eats the snacks, I just want them to be in there. There was there was some talk about sex life on TikTok. The TikToking, and one person was all like, "Go to episode three, nineteen minutes and fifty seconds in, and then record yourself like a live reaction of yourself watching." Okay, and like dumbass me was super curious. And well, now I am season three. Okay. episode three no, no jen i'm i'm telling you are you gonna do are you doing it right now yeah oh all right tell make your, sure your daughter is not in the room i shut the door hang on i gotta make sure she's not eavesdropping like she always is where is she, where is she? Young i'm not alive. even remotely joking she's not down this here not kid i told her to knock it off because she's like she's a nosy little thing okay 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 Jen is watching episode three, <laughs> Sex Life, Netflix. Live, baby. We're seconds. a live operation here, people. Keeping it real. Oh, fuck a duck. I can't watch it on this TV. Why can't I watch Netflix on this TV? All right, we're going to go to the big one. All right, but what was your reaction? My reaction was what everybody on TikTok's reaction was, which was my eyes bulging out of my head and going, oh. Oh, no. I'm watching it on the really big TV. Oh God! Is that gonna make a difference? <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Okay, <laughs> Netflix. Make um, sure you are alone. Yeah. I'm alone. I gotta get off Arrow because we watched Arrow. All right. So what am I watching? It's Sex Life. I hope this is like you guys. This is happening. <laughs> I have to find it. Search. Oh, there it is. It just came up. I didn't, it just like, okay, episodes. Episode three. We're hitting three. Yes. And I am fast forwarding to when? 50 seconds. 19 minutes and 50 seconds. We're at six. We're at seven. It's going. 19 minutes, 13, 14, 15. 19 minutes and 50 seconds? Correct. Okay, I gotta go a little further. You're doing this. Oh my god. I'm scared. I'm at 940. <laughs> okay. She's watching it, fellas. I'm watching. I'm scared. What is happening? Why is there all these naked men in showers? Just don't worry about it. Just keep on. Okay. I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm scared. <gasps> <laughs>
Anyways. <laughs> yeah, so all the things I get from TikTok, nobody on TikTok, of course, showed it. But they were, like, showing everybody reacting to watching it. So I was like, okay, I got it. Well, that's something you just out. have to watch to really understand. One cannot really <laughs> describe it to the point of which the visual will explain things. Yeah, exactly. Go experience it for yourselves. Make sure you're alone. I want to, like, know how the, like, the, like, how did the audition process go? (laughs) I don't know. They're like, take Like, how do you know that that person, (laughs) I just have so many questions. (laughs) I have a lot of questions, too. So, anyhow. Okay, anyways, if you're looking for a little bit of a shock to your system. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> episode three 19 a neat little seg from there to my next yep. little subject <laughs> how also, do you segue off of that <laughs> oh trust me this is a segue so also from tiktok i've been kind of participating in book talk over there particularly like romance book talk yep and people will like recommend books or talk about like books that they really like and so one person like a month ago was like you have to read this book i know it looks ridiculous but you have to read it and it was called ice planet barbarians okay <laughs> no i'm not even remotely kidding ice planet <laughs> barbarians you guys all have to go this so people were like okay bet you know and everybody went to read it so many people went to read this thing that it shot to number one on kindle's bestsellers really and the poor lady who writes them and independently publishes them was like, what is happening? What is going on? Why are people reading my book? And it's apparently got like 22 books in the series. I have read a bunch. I'm going to read more. But like I stopped to read something else. But like they're actually good. But there's also like the Ice Planet. It's like they describe it as being like Hoth from Star Wars. Mm-hmm ice planet go figure and that's inhabited by this tribe like caveman style tribe of blue aliens who (laughs) i don't know know. we got cut off where did we leave off there jen i don't know (laughs) you're talking about blue aliens blue aliens interesting very very interesting romance book just they have a breeding kink it's kind of like a soulmate oh type of thing it's it's interesting just interesting it is very interesting they're good books kindle unlimited go check them out ice planet barbarians by ruby dixon nice there's like there's not enough words we Um, never talked about handmaid's tale (gasps) oh my gosh dude (laughs) listen you are just so fed up with this, this, these characters that you're just like somebody needs to get theirs. You know what I mean? Right. So I was with June. Oh yeah, I, like totally. I'm like, girl, get, get it. it. Here's yeah. the deal. Like, I just don't. I understand where the husband is coming from. I don't. <laughs> I'm in the sense that he's like, like he just wants to go back to the way things were but like she is a fundamentally different person and i really don't think she's in love with him anymore oh like, you mean her husband yeah her yeah. husband yeah yeah, yeah. So, i think i think they're toast because i think like if you knew june you knew this was coming a mile away 
You know what I mean? Like, if he really understood June, like, he could have seen that she clearly was not going to just let this go. Right. You know, and to me, like, his shock when she's holding their baby covered in blood, which, you know, listen, that's a shocking image. I understand. But listen, she had to do what she had to do. Right. Like, I just don't (laughs) think she could live in a world where he existed and got off essentially scot-free. Plus, it has the added benefit of really screwing over Serena. (laughs) Oh, man. Serena is is so excellent. (laughs) Like, it's a double. It's like two for one, you know? It's just how awesome was, like, chasing him through the woods, the same woods where she was chased down. In the very beginning. Well, you know what? We just never see that. We never see a male character being absolutely terrified of a female of character. Like, of, fear or, for your life. The only movie right. I can actually think of that happened was Fatal Attraction, and she was presented as this lunatic, yeah, sexually she was psychotic. Yeah, addicted yeah. psychotic. You know what I mean? Whereas this is just fundamental rage. Justice. I think, you know, when you've grown up in Gilead and you've been living in Gilead, your perspective of what justice is very much changes. You know what I mean? Right. So. Well, and she wasn't going to get any justice from the system. No, I do think um, Joel. (laughs) Joel helped her. Joel gave her a solid. Joel told her. He was like, you're not going to be happy with whatever they give him. Oh, no, wait. It was, uh, it was, uh. West Wing guy, Josh. <laughs> oh, oh, I don't oh, actually oh, learn yeah, their yeah. freaking names. Bradley Whitford. There we go. Guy. Yeah. Uh, Commander Lawrence. Commander Lawrence. Yep. Yeah, that could be it too. That sounds familiar. It does. I kind of feel like it might. I feel like that's right. But he is just such a. He's such a morally gray character. Waterford is just such an <laughs> is such a terrible evil character that it's like. Lawrence is just so gray compared. And Lawrence is just like you never know which way the wind is blowing and which. No, way he could he's... he could be on your side. He could not be on your side. Like he is so interesting. He's so much more interesting than Waterford ever was. Right. I just find it fascinating because it's like you know his number priority one priority is his own power. So he's right. gonna throw in with whatever. Well, side... especially now that his wife died. Right. Like he's like he didn't give a fuck. So he's like he's interested <laughs> in maintaining power and he'll throw in with june if he feels like that like him getting waterford out of the way works a lot for him you know so he had a lot of incentive for waterford to no longer be on this earth (laughs) yeah because him and serena were gonna fuck up whatever power plans he had exactly and i love that the death was slow oh you it know was, what I mean? It was it was one of those things. There are a few times when I watch something that I'm truly surprised at myself at how bloodthirsty I can be as a person. Right. And that was one of those times where I was just like, get up. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just because it's almost it's almost like we're in our own psychological trauma watching this horror yeah, show. Guess, yeah. So you're just like, something, please, even the cosmic scale here would be great. I mean, but to me, like, even though, what, there were, like, 10 of them? 
I mean, that's going to take a little bit of time to really do substantial damage, especially if you're just using your fists and you're a chick. Not to be. I mean, maybe they use rocks. I, you know, I, that's how bloodthirsty I am. I'm like, what was the actual blow? Like, they took in. his head did off. Did they castrate him? Because I was in favor of that happening, too. I, I don't know. Like, we could I, get, we could get like, sons of anarchy wall, here. <laughs> when they showed him up on the wall, he didn't have his head. Right. The head was gone, right? Right. Then I have questions about that. Like, who brought the tools? Was that Nick? <laughs> <laughs> Here you go, baby. Fuck him like, I absolutely love the scene where Nick takes him out to the woods and June shows up and they make out in front of Waterford and he's like, what the fuck? He's like, like oh. what is going on here? And, and Nick's I'm like, you better run. You better run, Nick. <laughs> and I love that Nick is down with this plan. He's like, baby, what do you want? You want him served on a platter or do you want to run after him? Oh, you want to run? Here you go, honey. You know, like Nick is just like, this is awesome. I love you. Let's do this thing. Yeah. It made me very Team Nick, even though I know Nick's awful and he's like part of like the whole Gilead whatever. But like, he's probably the most sympathetic. He's very sympathetic because he fell into it in a way that I, and I also think it it doesn't feel like it was his choice. It wasn't his choice. And he really, I don't think he fully understand where this ball was rolling for a really long time. And then once he figured it out, like, you know, I think he's, like he's coming at it from a very much from a dismantle it from the inside. Yeah, I think so too. And I think not to like just be like, oh, Nick's, you know, Nick's got stuff to answer for. So I'm not like, oh, everything's fine. You know, I, I just think that you're right. He is the, probably the most sympathetic male character other than June's husband who really didn't do anything. Well, he, he's sympathetic, but he's also like, I can't claim to be very interested in his I'm just character. Not, like the talking, we could do less of the talking. He can just He like, just doesn't ever seem to understand what's going on. No, and like. I, what's really I can't tell if I'm more annoyed about the whole Hannah thing cuz like my thing with the Hannah thing is June was in Gilead with Hannah. He was not. So she saw it. And to me, this constant pressure he's putting on her, we have to get Hannah back. Like, he's not recognizing these extremely traumatic experiences. Like, do you not think that she tried? Right. Don't you think if she could have gotten her out, she would have? Like, and he's like, oh, but we're, you know, we have Canada help us. And she's like, okay. You know, okay. uh, How much did they help me get out? Which is the appropriate reaction when Canada is like your military support but I just don't I just don't know I'm just I just it just it almost I'm just so protective of June it like upsets me to like hear him you know constantly put this pressure on her she went through trying to get Hannah right I'm like can we stop bringing up the Hannah thing the Hannah thing is like a that's like a no-go zone you know like we just she just put it on a shelf, put it in a box, put it on a shelf, take it out in therapy 30 years later. Because, yeah, Hannah doesn't remember them anymore. Well, and that's and that's what I keep saying every time I'm watching. I'm like, you're going to just have to let Hannah go. Yeah. You're that's just going to have to let it go. Which is why Waterford had to die. Because she essentially lost a kid. That's what happened. Not to mention <laughs> all the other millions of crimes he perpetrated on her. So, you know... They love, they love the new, the, the first, uh, 
the Old Testament. I don't know why I can't blink. I blinked on that. But yeah, the Old Testament. So eye for an eye, bitches. And they eye for an eye. They got an eye for an eye. And I cannot wait to watch Serena have to slither around when she doesn't have Waterford. But you're right. They're totally doing a Joel and Serena. Oh, man. Like, be better Canadian Joel. What is his name? We're going to have to I don't know. Out. I don't care. If it's anybody Canadian knows Joel. his name, let us know. He can't keep calling He's him the Joel. military power of Canada. Somebody's going to call him by his name. We're gonna be like, Who's that? He's still super hot. <laughs> I love that Waterford was like, I know what you covet. <laughs> yeah. And, Joel's and like, guess what? Whatever. He's going to get it, too. What do you want, bitch? <laughs> yeah, I covet your wife. That's right. Now you're going to go get beaten up by a bunch of ladies. Well, he's going to get your wife. He's coveting now. Well, I got to be honest. Canada Joel is really her only option at this point. Exactly. So she, she better sell it. Serena and she better sell it. Because gonna... I feel like Canada Joel is gullible. I, I think June has him pegged from the start. She's like, she's working you, boy. Like, she is. Once she gets your claws in, she's you can't get rid of her. And then you realize what she is, and it's too late. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, she's like the legit wicked witch. But I think this is even more interesting because it, 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 it kind of, uh, the real showdown, I think, for the final season is going to be June versus Serena. That feels accurate. And I'm just like, let's just get all the men out of it and just let these ladies just, just girl power it out, just burn it down to the ground and just like <laughs> rip each other to shreds. I am so down for that. I don't know how they're going to do that, but. Speaking of being down for burning things down, mm-hmm. we should discuss the Yellowstone preview. <gasps> I couldn't breathe afterwards. Listen. And it was like two seconds. It was two seconds and my husband was all, that's it? And I'm like, listen, do you think they can show anything else? Oh my God. If they show anything else, then you know who lived this and who died. They so- literally, the only person they could show is Rip and the only time they could show him is him finding John. And like, like, it's just so stressful. And then they tell us they're not premiering until the fall. Listen, like, I'm November. happy with that. November. November. I'm, I'm okay with that. It's so long. You know what? I'm having an earthquake right now. Are you really? Yeah. Go get somewhere safe. No, that's fine. Wow. That's, that's crazy. weird. You earthquake people. Was. I don't understand I it. I that. That's creepy. Anyway, back to what I was saying. <laughs> I wasn't, like, a lot of people were expecting Yellowstone to come back this summer because it always comes back in the summer. But yeah. I was, like, with the I was one of them. All, I'm like, I was not expecting it to come back this summer but, at all. But here's the other thing. The Olympics are on this summer. So, like, mm, mm-hmm. I can see them wanting to hold off on some of So, that. I'm just happy that it's going to be before the end of the year. I'm like, woo! I still get to get Yellowstone. Yeah, we don't have it. I was like, what do you have to watch in the fall? Nothing. <laughs> like, I can't think of a single show that I'm like, oh, Mandalorian's yeah. not back until, like, December, so it's fine. I like to watch The Rookie. That's really my only main, like... Speaking of what we have to watch this summer, you know, what's coming back tomorrow? Mm-mm. Virgin River. <gasps> Is it coming back tomorrow? And I won't be able to watch it for a whole fucking week. Me neither. Damn it. <laughs> better They better shape Jack up. There better be no more nonsense with Laurel 2.0. But I'm, I'm going to be back. And yeah, watching it. It's going to be excited. I feel like the preview for that was just very wrought with problems for Jack. And 
it's gonna be yeah because <laughs> she wants a baby and he's not on the baby train is what i'm getting even that's though he already what had i the baby. too and like jack get on the train because listen like why does he have to be such a poke about it you know like, dude, you're going to marry her and have the babies eventually. Like, you know, this is where the road is headed. Just jump on board, buddy. Just accept your fate. <laughs> Come on, Jack. This is a this whole, like, like, you have no I choice. make my own choices. I have free will. Ah, fuck that. Just get her pregnant. Be done with it. Done. Come on, Jack. Done. Done. Check the birth control. Let's do this thing. They could have twins. I still didn't get my triplets. Listen, Somebody's gotta do it. She's already fathered twins. What are the chances he's gonna do it again? I don't know. Wait, he had twins before? Charmaine right. has they, twins. They had multiples. I remember that now. I was pissed. <laughs> Wait until you find out. You're gonna be so the mad. The rage is stoked again. <laughs> that crazy bitch had my multiples. That's like that's like Oliver having twins with Laurel. Oh my god, I can't even! <laughs> like, my body actually convulsed. Like, I had no control over my bodily reaction to that. It was, like, involuntary. So, before we talk about Arrow, yeah. we are there's one more Arrow. thing I want to discuss with you. what I do? That's the... <laughs> it's, I sent you the article last night. It was about oh, the yeah. Good Girls. Holy shit! There's somebody behind Good Girls that's ready to blow, burn it to the ground. My god! Now, here's what I what what the article indicated that mm-hmm. NBC canceled Good, Good Girls after virtually basically being sure to renew it, right? Because they said because uh, the two actors who play Beth and Rio don't get along. Um. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. So everybody. So the three main leads, the three females, agreed to take a pay cut. Right. That's what I think what the real issue is. And it's not yeah. his fault because he's not willing to take a pay cut. Right. So they agreed to take a pay cut, which is which was gonna cinch the fourth are we on the fourth season? The fourth season and give fans closure. But Manny, who plays Rio, did not want to take a pay cut. So they're laying it off on him that I the show got canceled. Really unfair. I think it's pretty here's shitty. the thing. They could have continued the show without him. I well, think, it's I interesting. Think the execs were were looking for an excuse to be done, right? Like, can we just get real? Networks are not poor. Like, there's money. It's just when they're talking, oh, the, the numbers didn't work out. It means that they weren't going to make enough money, right? You know what I mean? Right, right. Exactly. Are they losing money? They're not. They're not running a charity. Probably not. I don't think shows that they lose money on year after year actually end up on the you know, the docket, unless they have some back-end deal they think it's going to make them money like a CW show. So, I just, I I just think it's really shitty. Like, if they're making it very much a man-woman sort of thing. Like, the man wouldn't take the pay cut, so therefore a female-led cast got canceled. It's, it's really shitty what they did. They threw them under the bus on it's it. It really and... threw them under the bus. And I'm like eh. and they really made it sound like in the whole Christina Manny whatever that like he was the whatever. That he was the one that, that was, was the, the aggressor. Yeah. yeah. And it takes two to tango folks. 
Yeah, like I remember I saw like an article, I think this was in the TV line article where Christina Hendricks was like, he calls me Chris. Like nobody in my life calls me Chris. She's like, like it's so why rude. is it that big of a deal though? Like, oh my God, calm down. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. Like they call me JK at work. It's not like I'm like, oh, nobody in my life calls me JK. I mean, she could say to him politely, I don't really like the nickname. I don't know if that occurred. Maybe it did, and he, and it he didn't, kept using it. The way it. she said it didn't sound like she did. Didn't like this. It sounded like we're on a stage. It sounded in front like of a she live expected audience. him to know that she didn't like it. Right. And it's like we're in front of a light od- live audience, so I'm going to totally once again throw you under the bus and make you sound like a dick. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I think there was there was two to tangle on that. I just thought it was really juicy. That I feel you bad for the dude. But that's the other thing, like, like in terms of the pay cut, well, you know, he's not one of the three leads. He's, you know, maybe he wasn't making as much money to begin with and maybe taking a pay cut. He was like, you know, it's just not worth it to me to continue. Like, that's okay. They're not here in a volunteer capacity. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's well, okay it's like for- anybody that was angry at Emily for leaving when she did. It's like, she didn't have to stay, though. She's no. not like she's not running a charity. She didn't. She, want she did to, her she right. She did her contract and she gets to go. Does it suck? Yeah, but you know that's like my and thing is like, like she loved her fans. It's like listen, no star is doing whatever it is they're doing because they love the fans. They might say it, but they're they not won't get paid. No, they're all doing it for fucking money and fame. Okay, and so don't. St- well and it's like maybe he's he was ready to yeah maybe he was ready to be done maybe it is an unpleasant working environment for whatever reason maybe like to me if i was asked to do the exact same job in the exact same hours and i have to take a pay cut because the three people who make a lot more than me took a pay cut i don't know i might get kind of uppity about it i'm like oh i'm not gonna do that see ya I know he didn't ask them to cancel the show. Right. A lot of actors get these actors get paid a lot of money. So it's like, okay, maybe it was like 10,000 and up versus, you know, 15,000 and up. I don't know. But it it just kind of seems crappy that because he didn't want to take the pay cut. They're like, well, that's why it got canceled. Like, I really do not think one actor's salary was the tether in which good girls remained on the air versus not on the air. You know, right. So I was pretty shady the way I don't know who the inside person was, but there's somebody who doesn't like Manny and was and was just jumping because it was everywhere. Entertainment Weekly. I mean, TV line, which normally doesn't have like dirt stories like they're more like the People magazine where we just peddled the happy uh, <laughs> that you're all just supposed to believe. Jen and Bennifer, it's it's true love again. Okay. <laughs> it's so, never, it's never as happy. I don't buy that. Do you buy Ben and Jennifer Lopez again? I don't buy it. Honestly, I don't really care. I know. I just like <laughs> But like, I don't know. I like whether it's real or not, I'm like, meh. I just kind of feel like it's a I still think it's a publicity stunt and whatever that's where I'm at I'm just kind of like yeah my I'm just too cynical things have changed for me (laughs) (laughs) so my husband texted me being all like did you feel the earthquake I was like (laughs) baby I I was podcasting I was multitasking through an earthquake and I said I did how big was it and he said yeah like four he said 
4.8 allegedly. And I'm like, okay, where was it centered? He never answered. Oh, he said down by Smith Valley. Like, I fucking know where Smith Valley is. <laughs> and then he says, okay, now they're saying 6.2. And so I said, where's Smith Valley? And he says, now it's revised to 5.9. Still have no answers on where Smith Valley is. But Are these high numbers? I live in a place where the world They're the relatively is- high. Like, I... A four is eh to me. Like, a five is eh. But, like, the difference between four and five and then five and six goes, like, up, like, quite a bit. Okay. The the big earthquake that we had in California in Mm -hmm. 89, Mm -hmm. that was, like, a 7.0. Interesting. Yeah, I live in a place where the land doesn't shake. (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't understand this phenomena, all you crazy... They say it was felt in Reno, Stockton, and Sacramento. That's quite a big... Damn. Damn. The whole fucking Sierra. I'm going to San Diego. Maybe I'll experience an earthquake. Wouldn't that be fun? It would be... Like, as long as it's not a serious one, I'd be like, hey, I felt an earthquake. Check that off off my bucket list. Okay, so they're saying... This earthquake was kind of like Lake Tahoe, Tahoe. like right along the Nevada, California. Dude, we gotta start planning our Lake Tahoe trip. We do. I want to go. We gotta get on that, girl. Like, we gotta get our shit together and go. My husband's going to Vegas because I was nice for his 40th birthday. What am I doing for my 40th? You're going to, he's going to Vegas? Yeah. You could go to Vegas for your 40th. (laughs) (laughs) When's his 40th? He already had it. It was February oh. during quarantine. So I told him he could go with like his two best friends. Was, he was like, I want to go to Vegas. Like he was, he was like, I was totally kidding. I'm like, I'm not. You can go. He's like, really? <laughs> He's like, okay. <laughs> like, don't lose all our money. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> don't lose my Vegas money. is fun, but I don't like, I don't like things all like that. All the casinos for... are smoky. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't go like, I don't dig it for like the gambling there's like yeah. other stuff to do that i think i like want to shop <laughs> we did a we did very brief vegas stop when we did the whole uh grand canyon thing it was very i've smoky. never been to the grand canyon that's a something that's that's a that's that you got a big old crack in the ground it's a big old crack in the ground <laughs> Like, well, this certainly caused a nuclear Well, this explosion. earthquake is big enough. It feels like there's a big old crack in the ground. I up see here. why the dinosaurs died. No, I don't actually know if that's what caused the Grand Canyon. I'm just talking on my ass. I don't do, like, science. So, yeah, accuracy. they're saying 5.9. 5.9, which is Well, that feels big. significant. It's, I could hear things rattling over the phone. Could you? I could. Well, what's so funny is it first sounded like somebody was tapping on my door and I'm like, oh, that's one of the damn kids. And then like the <laughs> mirror above my dresser was like starting to like bang against the wall. And I'm like laying here talking to you and just like watching it. <laughs> and I'm like, um, <sighs> we're having an earthquake. <laughs> you need to answer a really serious question for me. Okay. Do I need a Doug Ross and Carol Hathaway Funko set? Or do I need a Josh and Donna from West Wing Funko set? Go. Oh shit! Right. That's tough. You know what? It's Funko so set? hard. You know what Funko set I just got? What? <laughs> Rick and Evie from the Mummy. 
Oh, that's a nice one. See, these are custom orders, so they're expensive. So I like have these to were not custom orders. I know. I just I'm like, ordered them. I'm so mad because like <laughs> I want to get a Ross and Rachel, but like I want the one where she has the coffee pot and he's got the monkey. And that's like been, I don't know, they're like the Disney vault. They vault shit. And then it like goes to like $200 for freaking Ross Geller. I'm like, bitch, you think I'm not going to do that? So I got the knockoff China one. <laughs> Nobody cares. Nobody in my house actually like thinks that these are all real and whatever. I was like, if I'm spending stupid amounts of money on custom ones, what do I care if it's from China or not? Apparently there was another earthquake south of Stockton at almost the same time. Wow. So like it feels like it was the same earthquake, but it wasn't. That's kind Wait, of alarming when two earthquakes scary. happen in two different places. At the same time? I'm just telling you, man, you need to come to Minnesota. We fare better in these end-of-the-world movies. We feel pretty... Uh, like, you're part of the it's world, like, it's like one so earthquake started the other earthquake. Like, you literally live on a plate that separates. That's not cool. That's scary. I've driven over that <laughs> that separation so many times. Like, why do people think that's a smart idea to put a house on top of? Because <laughs> where worry. I grew up in South San Jose, like, where that big earthquake was in 89... It was in the Santa Cruz Mountains, just like miles away from our house. And like anytime we drove over to Santa Cruz, you drive over the fault, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, we'd go down. There was a, a mission, one of those mi- Spanish missions that yeah. you could go look at. That you go, like when you're at the mission, you can like go to the back of the property and you can see the fault. Because it's like a little bit more deserty there. Damn. And you can actually see the like ground the plates moving. Yeah. That's well, terrifying. Not moving. Can you <laughs> see them? Though? It would be an earthquake. But well, like you can I don't see know how like moving earth works. I've never it's, seen it. It's like the Grand Canyon, but it makes earthquakes. <laughs> That's scary. I want to go see that. I'm seeing Minnesota. Not as my big. collapsing not bridges and tornadoes. That's like the serious shit that happens here. <laughs> eventually someday california is going to be the grand canyon r.i.p good luck california i know best of luck to you friends enjoy your nice weather okay so we watched i gotta get your opinion did you see my little poll i was running on puppy names i did what did you land on so it landed on luna poppy and roxy were the top three i like luna same okay that was our favorite too that's the name then lauren's like wavering on it and i'm just like it's gonna be luna man if it's a girl it's luna it's just like yeah she wants to come up with the cash for the dog she can have more of a say (laughs) she's like you got the name rusty i was like well i'm the mom it's like one of the benefits of being mom you name shit okay i don't want to tell you i don't want to tell you I think it's going to be a Luna. But if we don't get a girl, it'll probably be a Gilbert. Gilbert? She call him Gilly. That's what she likes. I'm flexible on the boy name. Gilly? Like Gil- yeah. Gilly? Yeah. She likes Gilly. <laughs> she likes Gilly because I kind of want to call him Bert. Um, she likes Gilly because like it's an Irish dance term and like really got her dressed up and okay, well that makes sense. And Gilbert is like from Anne um of Green Gables, which was like one of our favorite shows. So she's like she's like Gilbert, you know. It's just yeah. We'll see if she wavers. This dog isn't coming for a little while, so 
it's like really like waiting for a surrogate. It's like I'm waiting for this woman, this female dog to get knocked up so I know if I'm having a child. <laughs> wow, that is like perfect. It is. Attractive. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Okay, so Arrow. Arrow. We actually Arrow watched today. an Arrow. I did. I watched an Arrow. We watched episode two. And my daughter remarked, Laurel's kind of awful. <laughs> you think? <laughs> you think? She was like, okay. She's mad at the at the hood for Tommy dying. See, because my daughter is still in this very sweet and innocent phase where she tries to like Laurel. It's very much me season two. So like she's oh, she's her. me. She's trying to like be supportive and like Laurel and that kind of stuff, but like she does this shit that makes you hate her. So she's like, he was impaled, like with rebar. <laughs> she doesn't know that's rebar, but it was rebar. And she was like, what was he supposed to do? How was he supposed to save him from the impaling? I'm like, listen, man, you're using logic with Laurel in season two. That's really never, there's never a season in which Laurel embraces logic. So it's a dangerous path to go down, but particularly Laurel is season two. And maybe if she had gotten her ass out of the freaking law firm, Tommy would have gotten impaled like, with the rebar in his chest. Blaming the arrow for that. It just pisses me off. You know what? What were you doing at that time that was so great and so helpful? You were saving paperwork. They have computers, Laurel. Why do you have to save the paper? Why isn't this shit on a, on a computer somewhere? I don't understand. Whatever. Although I guess if the computer gets destroyed, that destroys things. You know what? It doesn't matter. It's paper. And we're talking about Tommy. Tommy Merlin. <laughs> like, who? Like, what? Is such it really just bitch. comes off as her projecting her guilt. It's a lot of projection. And this is something that Laurel does a fantastic job of is when she starts feeling bad about something she did, she's like, no, can't be me. I'm perfect. Basically. So therefore, it's somebody else's fault. They're the ones who... Yep. And so it's a really unpleasant she's personality. She's like, that's the one. He did that's it. the one. I saw him walking out of a building. So he killed Tommy. Okay. <laughs> and now I have to hunt him to the ends of the earth. She also did say she was a little concerned about her appearance. She's like, what happened to Laurel? <laughs> I was like, that yeah, question she's too she, complicated. The difference between the two seasons. Yeah, she is... didn't understand. Like, it's a dramatic shift from season one, Katie Cassidy, to season two. You're like, whoa. And it's a shift that didn't need to happen. She looked perfectly healthy in season one. So I'm just, yeah. I just didn't really touch that one. I just was like, you know, stuff. <laughs> so we moved on but yeah it was uh she she's very she's more focused on 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 laurel i think because she kind of knows where elicity's headed she just said to me she's like i can't wait till they get to the married episodes i'm like girl you got a long ass wait <laughs> welcome to hell but yeah i also love that episode too because it's the one where felicity reads oliver the riot act all the damn day and it's just I tried to decide what's hotter, Felicity having sex with Oliver or Felicity yelling at Oliver. And it's really, Listen, like, okay, here's it's the thing. a toss-up. It's hot, but 
the thing that gets me the most about that is that Oliver thinks it's hot too. <laughs> I know. Like he's totally turned on by it. Like she's legitimately angry with him and has points to make. Like her mind isn't on sex. Like as he's yelling no, at she's her. she's not even... arguing with him because. She right. Wants, she's you know, turned on or anything. Like, yeah. She's like, she's... no, I want to yell at you because you're a you're fucking a asshole. Being <laughs> dumb oak tree and you're being an oak tree. And But he's like, I'm an oak tree who wants to have some sex with you right now. And he was like, dude, could you focus? Focus. My favorite part is when she's yelling at him in the bunker and she touches his arm and she <laughs> looks down at it. Like, you're like, touching me. She touched me. And then when not... she storms off and he literally looks at her ass. It's like his it's like her hand burned into his forearm. He doesn't know what to do. Cause like he's only approved touching her on her shoulder. And she's crossed a barrier where she grabbed his arm. He's like, this isn't the shoulder. This isn't the shoulder. And he panics. <laughs> and it's amazing. <laughs> it's like if she touches me anywhere else, I might just have sex with her in front of Diggle. And you're like, yeah, well, Diggle won't be surprised. <laughs> Can I just say I'm so glad they ditched the Carly thing, though? Because that was just an awkward... Not well, great. It wasn't that great. No. And switching over to Lila was such it's a better just idea. better. They got an actress that actually has chemistry with David Ramsey. How do you not listen? I try not to leave like a ton of blame at certain actors because it's like chemistry is just the subjective blah 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 blah. But how do you not have chemistry with David Ramsey? I have questions. As you don't understand. Think about it. So <laughs> <laughs> Look at your life. Look at, Look at your life. I just don't. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get you. Yeah. So, and then there was this whole joke about how crucifixion was cool back in the Roman days, and I was like, "What are you doing, show?" So, you know, Arrow is still finding its footing. <laughs> Season two. I must like, have missed that part. Moral says to blood, "What you're just okay." First of all. Because she can't, she hates the hood because we got to like keep up with Laurel's ever evolving opinion on Oliver. So now she hates the hood, but I, she likes Oliver. We'll see how, how many episodes this lasts. Um, and she's like, you're just going to, she's talking to blood. You're just going to crucify him on national television. And he's like, you know, crucifixion, I'm not getting it. This is like the line. I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but it's pretty damn close. You know, crucifixion has gotten a bad name. Are but, you kidding me? No. How did I miss this? But Jeez. the Romans used it for when people did not act in the uh, public good, for the public good. Eh. <laughs> I was like, I want to throw a red flag on that. Um, like, Jesus is like up in heaven, like, what the fuck? Like, I, according what? to the Romans, yes, but who are they to decide? Right, of course. Good? We're persecuting a whole bunch of Jews while we're doing it, you know, for the public good. I'm like, did the show actually just say that? It did. Go back and watch it. It defends crucifixion. <sighs> I was like, wow, this is a low point. Every time I think we reach a new low with Arrow, it digs a little deeper. Wow. <laughs> it's like one of those lines that you're just only going to catch like the second time around. Because it's Laurel and you don't really listen to her. But like, it, it was like, what? What? Yeah. So there was that. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, you know, and it was stupid China White again. I hate her. You want to know why? Because she's lame. 
There, I said it. Jeez, tell us how you really feel. I just, you know, I feel like I've kept this inside, and I probably have bitched about it in another podcast many times. So I apologize. We're gonna do it again because every time she shows up, I'm pissed off because she's supposed to be cool, and it's always lame. It's corny and lame, and like corny dialogue and stupid stunts, and it just bores me. And it's blah blah. She's a comic book character. I don't care. That was a weight I was carrying in my heart. I can <laughs> I feel better. You had something to say. <laughs> you know, I have thoughts and I like to share them. So yeah, Lauren was a little crabby with me because I told her we had to stop watching. She was like, but I have to see if Laurel arrests Oliver. I'm like, oh, isn't it cute just how sweet and innocent she is? She's really adorable. Like she doesn't get how TV works. And I love that about her. <laughs> She's very, <laughs> what's going to happen? <laughs> Oh, honey. Oh, you sweet little summer child. I know. Like, <laughs> baby, this show isn't one of those kinds of shows. <laughs> she's Her cousin is watching Vampire Diaries, and she's in deep. Oh, she's in God. deep. It's, in, it's poor, bad. Poor thing. Poor well, thing. Well, listen, she was like, Aunt Jen, like, let's talk about season six. And I was like, do we have to? <laughs> I was like, that show ain't great <laughs> in the later seasons. But, like, now Lauren's asked me if she can watch Vampire Diaries. And I don't know, man. Do I love her? <laughs> don't I? <laughs> feels like Honey. one of those. Honey. Feels like one of those parenting moments. <laughs> do I protect her from this? Or do I let her go out into the world and experience the pain? <laughs> I just don't know. I just don't know. There's a lot of sex in it. But, like, whatever. I ripped the Band-Aid off of that a while ago. So... <laughs> pretty like my parents let me watch wildly inappropriate stuff and I when I was her age and I'm like way stricter about it and I, I don't know there's something about turning 14 where I'm like yeah she's gonna drive soon I had a child turn 15 yesterday that's terrifying I Did they get the driver's little, license? Like, I looked at him when he got up yesterday morning I was like no you're 15 and he's like I don't know about that you know? me neither <laughs> man I'm sure about it either yeah i'm still not comfortable with 14 do you it's subtract three years from your birthday so that at some point you're going to be like a, a a child bride <laughs> i do that sometimes wow you look great for having a 14 year old i know i do i was 10 when i had <laughs> anyways so yeah arrow arrow and laurel being stupid it's going to be so much fun to hate on her because I was, like, way more pro-Laurel back in the day. But I was wondering how, like, Jen, season eight Jen, was going to view Laurel. And I hate her so much. A lot. I hate her a lot. I didn't know it was going to be this much. But, oh, my God, she drives me nuts. Like, she starts, tar- starts talking. And she's like, Abby, we have to stop him. He killed Tommy. And all this is like side eyeing her, like you are so stupid. And I'm like, you are both so stupid. Why did you ever bang that? I don't understand it. He was he was desperate. Just see, it's like the hate on Laurel. Like it's like when things are slow with Elicity, it's like then the hate on Laurel thing comes. But even things in four hundred two or two hundred two were not slow on Elicity. I mean, they had that amazing moment. It was and the coffee cup. Oh, and the coffee cup. Coffee cup. Like, I love being able to watch him back and be like, there, there, he fell in love there with a coffee cup. Coffee never lies. I actually don't. 
I think, like, I love that he falls in love slowly. So, like, these are all the falling in love slowly. He just, and then Oliver realizing well, he's falling in love. Well, and there was those moments in season one, too. There like, were, You can, you like can connect slow, all the dots. They are the best slow burn to ever exist. And like, I honestly actually... do think, I honestly believe that he was in love with her before he knew he was in love with her. Yeah, I think that's why I was like, you fall in love when you're, like, falling asleep slowly and then all at once. Like, he slowly unconsciously was in love with her and then realizing he's been in love with her all this time was like a singular <laughs> moment in season two and y'all know which one that is and I will stick to my guns even though Steve says different and I don't care I forgot what Steve said <laughs> I don't care what Steve says <laughs> my I I believe he realized it uh, in Russia I think that's fair. I like the argument for that. I do like that because he's basically telling her in that moment, like, he can't be with her. Well, I mean, like, when they were in Russia. Yeah, yeah. I think I think his reaction to Felicity finding out he slept with Russia chick, um, yeah, that'll be a very interesting, I'm very excited to break that down because it's layered. I will give Steve credit. He does a very nice layered performance. It was just his, he was so desperate to throw Isabel off the scent of him and Felicity. Right. He slept with her. He's like, he said he's like a six-year-old boy. I don't like that girl. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Here, I'll okay. sleep with you just to break yeah. it. And then goes and don't do it, Oliver. Then, but he's Oliver, the oak tree of oak trees. So, yeah. I, I have a little bit more, like, to me, like the fermented, I am going to be in love with Felicity Smoke for the rest of my life. I'm never going to veer from that train track line of thinking. I will be I can't be with her, but I will be alone in my love for her comes later in the season. Like to me that decision where he makes that he's like, "Yes, I'm actually going to really acknowledge to myself that I love her and that this is it. She's it. I'm done. I'm a cooked turkey." Yeah, I do believe that like he realized it and then part of the reason he got into the relationship ran for the Sarah. hills ran for the hills like he got a... in with sarah because he's like i can't just be like pining after this chick in the bunker i'm gonna all like the time. do yeah i'm gonna do healthy relationship over here because i'm gonna be with somebody else so that i'm not constantly like losing you it know, over Felicity. you know what i love about him choosing sarah is that oliver thinks that's the healthy relationship isn't that funny <laughs> isn't that funny Season two, a, Oliver is such a what a dope. He's so stupid. Like, oh my gosh. Okay. All right, we gotta wrap it up for this week, guys. It's been eventful. It's been a time. It's, it's been a been time. Earth shaking, if you will. <laughs> if you're looking for a shock, turn on sex theory. What is it? Sex. Sex, sex life. life. Oh my god. Fifteen minutes. Or no, 19 minutes and 50 seconds in episode three. I might have to show Nick that scene just to get his reaction. Oh my God. You'll have to tell me what he says. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How do I like broker the conversation? I should just hit play. Oh, I want to try out this show. Play. (laughs) Good times. All right. Well, we're both going to be on trips. So I'm flying back next Saturday so I'm not sure I'm going to be able to podcast next week I mean I'm going to be available because that's while we're going to be in like Wyoming just like staring at each other yeah I'll, I'll text you if I can so like there could if, be you, time. if you have a moment available to do it 
and I take pity on your poor soul. (laughs) Yeah, I I will probably welcome the distraction. Save me. (laughs) And if not, we'll be here next week. Yes. Week after, yeah. Yeah, week after. Okay, bye. Bye. us this week be sure to listen next week subscribe to watch over on itunes or google play and look us up on twitter and tumblr bye, bye.